There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. You may beat your all-time personal record. <laughs> How are they doing? I saw he, um, so you know the movie Air, I believe it's coming out. If it's not this week, it's next week. It's the Michael Jordan story. And recently, Ben Affleck was walking the red carpet for, and he was just gushing about her. Oh, how right. lovely he is! How wonderful is she is to be around? Okay, because of course, you know, everybody's like, "How's J Lo?" Oh, oh she's, she's magnificent. Wonder- yes, I mean, you know, she's J Lo. So, what do you think? I mean, I'm the luckiest man alive. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who would you want to be married to more than J Lo? Maybe Matt Damon. Yeah, I mean, no offense. I'm sure she's very nice. Who do you think Ben Affleck loves more, Matt Damon or Jennifer Lopez? Matt Damon. <laughs> I mean, they have a banking account together. <laughs> yeah, we just talked about. I wonder how J Lo feels about that. How does J Lo feel about that? Uh. It is Wednesday, the 29th of March, 2023. And if you're just joining us, this is your news that didn't make the news this morning. And if you're a short guy who's losing his hair. Congratulations, you've got the total package. A new poll from Dating.com found it's actually a great time to be short, bald, and single. Check it out. A third of people currently looking for a man said that being bald and under five foot seven would have no impact on their decision to date them. So, I mean, if you click and you got chemistry and you're a, you know, decent enough guy. I love a good bald dude. You got a shot. Absolutely. 36% also said they'd feel more comfortable making the first move on a guy who is short or missing some hair on top. So you might not even have to do anything. Just stand by the bar and put on a vibe. (laughs) This is great. Just stand there and have your Bud Light or whatever you're drinking. Sure. Yeah, I've always really liked bald guys. Every time you say that, I think of... Trey Diggs. Oh, Tay Diggs. Or Tay oh, Diggs. Diggs. Yeah, yeah, Tay Diggs. Yes, he's definitely on my list. Because I know he's on your list. I love That's why him. I don't know who he is, but you do. I also like Chris Maloney. He's a oh, bald yeah. guy. Kenny Chesney is a bald dude. All these people are very, very good looking. When Channing Tatum shaved his head, whoa. So like when Scott's hair gets a little too long, you send him to the barber? I, You know, he is 
one of those people that religiously gets a cut every two weeks, same time, same place. Same, you know what I mean? Yeah. His niece started doing his hair because she graduated from school, and now he goes every two weeks on like Wednesday night or whatever. I mean, sure enough, he could probably just run yeah. over it himself with a razor. No, he is very particular about his hair. And his niece is the only person he trusts to do it. I mean, he he has evolved to her, but man, he it took him a while to get there. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this last stat seems a little backhanded, though. According to the poll, one benefit of dating a guy who is short and bald is that he probably won't cheat on you. <laughs> 72% said they'd be less worried their man would cheat on them if he was short bald or seen as the less attractive one in the relationship. Which doesn't make sense because it feels like due to this story, he's a very sought after commodity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but guys, you know, from a guy's standpoint, for, from a heterosexual guy's standpoint, he's okay with being the less attractive one as long as he gets the piece he wants, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Overall, though, 63% of singles said personality is more important to them than looks. So. Yeah, but you remember, too, like, all the sitcoms. Like, a lot of the sitcom guys are also oh, yeah. bald. <laughs> it was the CBS uh, yeah. template for a while. It was, yeah. like, beautiful woman, kind of overweight, bald, bald dopey, husband, dopey right. white guy is the husband. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, about as TV formulaic as it got. <laughs> yeah, all I can think of during that story, though, is George Costanza. <laughs> Short and bald. Thinking uh, Jim Belushi and oh, yeah. Courtney Thorne Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. What was that? What show was that other were? show that he that she? Um, I don't remember what that show was called, but there was a oh, what was his name? Was it Mike and Molly? Mike and oh, Molly. Yeah, Mike he and was Molly. Kind of like a little balder. King of Queens. King of Queens is what I'm thinking of. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, Major League Baseball's opening day is tomorrow. We are excited about Reds opening day. And someone conducted a poll on the best and worst baseball mascots. And I am pleased to report that Mr. Redlegs at least made the top 20. Yes, coming in at number 17, Mr. Redlegs. They showed 1,000 people a series of head-to-head mascot matchups. And people picked the best one in each matchup. And afterward, they looked at which ones performed the best across all the voting. And America's favorite mascot is actually Paws from the Detroit Tigers. Paws is nice. Met Paws a few times. I feel like the Philly Fanatics should have been a little higher on this list. Is that the green thing with the horn nose? Yeah. Crazy eyes? Yes. Yeah. He always wins, like, you know, most out there crazy mascot. Yeah. Uh, runners up were Clark the Cub from the Chicago Cubs and T.C. Bear from the Minnesota Twins. Um, but, yeah, the, the probably the most famous mascot, the Philly Fanatic from Philadelphia, came in 10th place. Yeah, but I would also argue, Jeff, that... Um, Mr. Redlegs, I wish that they would have done this with like Gapper or Rosie and see how she would have done because she is just darling. Or include all three. I love her. Make a little competition. Uh, in last place was the Swinging Friar from the San Diego Padres. I don't even know who that is. Second worst is Slider from the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, they rank 27 mascots with the main one from each team. Three teams don't have a mascot. The Yankees, Dodgers, and the Angels don't have a mascot. You know, come to think of it, yeah, they don't have a mascot. wonder why. For what it's worth. Maybe the Yankees feel like they're too cool. They're paying all the big bucks to keep those (laughs) players there. I guess. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But but more than half of baseball fans think those teams should get a mascot. 
And the Reds are one of the only teams I know that has four. Mm-hmm. Mr. Redlegs, Mr. Red, Gapper, and Rosie. Yes. They're fighting for the job, man. Uh, meanwhile, we got a story here about how creative will get to avoid paying for overpriced booze. A woman in Australia, her name is Alexandria Funnel. She is going viral after she posted a video from a Bon Iver concert this month. She and her friend didn't want to wait in line at the bar and overpay for drinks, so she bought a loaf of sourdough bread, hollowed it out, and hid a bottle of wine in it. And I wouldn't have believed it had I not seen a photo. I guess the venue doesn't let you bring your own alcohol. But they will let you bring in an entire loaf of bread? bread. They will allow food. I just really love a good rye when I'm jamming out. (laughs) That's what I was thinking, too. what? Like, of all the things that you're permitted to bring into the, you know, You know what I love with my hipster music? Uh, Just a giant loaf of raisin bread. (laughs) You know? Ma'am, what are you going to make with that? Sandwiches. Her TikTok video shows her pouring a glass of wine from the bread. Oh, that's great. While she and her friend laugh, she told a reporter that already spent $200 per ticket. All they wanted to do was save a little money. Let me just say, if she snuck that in, that's on you now, dude. You know what I'm saying? Security, just... Have her in the private room or whatever, but let her consume it. Let her let her chug that pumpernickel pinot and, and <laughs> yeah. get back to the show. <laughs> and keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the bread did not go to waste, by the way. She says she took the bread home and made garlic bread after the well, show. There you go. How yeah. lovely. It's funny. A, a few people in the comments section were sharing their own tricks. One person said they once filled a, a water bottle with whiskey, put it in a Pringles can, and added a few chips on top to hide it. Oh. That's not bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, Coming up, a great alternative sleep spot. This is something that Jen might actually want to consider. Her cats may be on to something. All right. What is it? And the one phrase every parent should use on their kid as news that didn't make the news continues. First, to check the roads, we got Denise here now with your latest traffic. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 735, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Still got some fog out there, at least here in the Oakley area, man. I cannot see across the street. I can see, oh, well, I can see headlights. That's it is really it. set in over mm-hmm. here, Jeff. Yeah. We're, we're in a little, uh, what is this, like a little valley, a little mini valley we're in here in Oakley? Is there water by here? Like Bottom a, of the hill? Well, the river? Yeah, yeah kind of got that little river moving, what, behind us. Oh, like a little creek. By the railroad track. Yeah, a gotcha, little creek. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, some people need to be in a bed to fall asleep. I'm kind of like that. I'm not a very good sleeper, so I'm very anxious to hear this story. Couch? Oh, yeah. I, I was sitting in the couch. 
yesterday, <laughs> and I was out for about 20 minutes. You have no problem sleeping anywhere. If there is anyone that I know that could lay down or even sit at any given moment and just pass out cold, it's you. No. Cat was getting groomed. I was waiting on the groomer. And I sat on the couch for a second, looked at my phone. The next thing I know, I woke up. It was 20 minutes later, the doorbell was ringing. He falls asleep when he's getting his teeth cleaned. I Did have. you know that, Jeff? I, or Tim? I can't do that. Same. Maybe I could really, when you get your hair cut and they're like kind of... Scalp massaging? You know, they're doing your hair and it kind of feels good. I could maybe, on the yeah. right afternoon, ease into a little bit of a purr. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I woke up 20 minutes later. I was good to go. I'm like, all right, let's hit it. Totally refreshed. Next item. A recent survey asked people for their alternative sleep spots. And 51% claimed on the couch. Yeah, I think that's kind of like if I can't sleep very well at all or whatever, then I absolutely will go to the couch. You know what is also really nice in the summer on a not really humid day is to put put out a big blanket in the yard, and there's something about laying on the the grass, the grass, the crunchy. Like part. even though you're on a blanket, yeah. I don't know. Forty four percent said they'll also catch some Z's on the carpet or a rug. Yeah, when I was a kid, I could just lay down on the floor and yeah. be good. You find that all the time with kids. All of a sudden, they're real quiet, and you're like, "Where are they? Yeah. They're just passed out." Forty three percent said an armchair works. Thirty six percent said at a table or a desk. <laughs> One time, Jen and I were in this in the old studio with Jeff, and he had his feet. He put them right up on the console there, and he, he just passed he out was cold gone. for like ten yep, minutes. Yep, just folded my arms, put sleeping. my head down. I was out. Yeah, we were all just like working on our own little individual products, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Is he asleep?" The breathing changed. Taking a little cat nap. It happens. Yep. And then back to work. <laughs> uh, and then thirty uh, percent said on top of laundry. I'm assuming that's clean laundry. No? No. I would think that this would be like a pile in the corner of the room that oh. you just kind of like lay down on. Okay. If it's clean, I mean, wouldn't it be kind of in a, uh, what's that called? Like a basket? Yeah. Yeah, a little laundry basket. I yeah. could see if you were like sitting on the couch and you were folding it. And, and the, you just and nestle the, right into the socks. Yeah, and the folded <laughs> piles were kind of there on the ottoman and next to you on the couch. I'm just telling you what I do. Yep. Yeah, and then all, all of a sudden, you're like just going down. Yeah. <laughs> that must be something about people that are off during the day doing laundry. Like I as well, Tim, will just have like a huge just, basket. Just surrounding pull into, me. Pull it into the living room and then I just kind of like fold and match socks. Hmm. All right, here's a phrase that every parent, this is is from a parenting expert. A parenting expert says there's one phrase every parent should use on their kid, and it's a trick to connect with your kid in five seconds. A parenting expert who's big on social media says there's one phrase every parent should say to their kid, especially when they're young. All right. It can make make the kid trust you more. Uh, It can make your kid even... uh, Clean up their bad behavior. Mm, Lay it on me. She says, look at them and say this. It can be really hard to be a kid, right? Yeah. You don't need to memorize what I just said word for word. Anything close to that is fine. Like, man, it must be tough being you, right? It must be tough being a kid. It must be tough being your age. I could see that really resonating with kids. Like, especially right now. My kid's almost six. And if I said that to her, she'd be like, yeah. You know, she would tell me it is. I feel I feel like someone has said it to me as a kid, but more in a sarcastic way. Yeah, it's really tough being you, Real huh? tough being a kid. 
I think I detect a little sarcasm from you, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I also think that, you know, the whole point of that is, and it's just about validating how they're feeling. Because we want them to, like, you know, suck it up and stop crying or, you know, ooh, bad day. Right. You know, kids, you know, there is... It is actually possible that not getting extra recess time ruins their whole day. Mm-hmm. Whole day. I mean, that is actually something that can happen. Now, I know life as a six-year-old is really hard, but try being a 46-year-old. Oh, no, <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't. They just want to be heard and understood. You're like, yeah, that's tough. And I get it. A bad day, that's... That's their moment. That they're only at that point in life, so they mm-hmm. have. That's a bad day to them. It is. Yeah. And sitting next to David Lux and Kristen Foy Allen, third grade. Oh my God! What <laughs> a day that. That wrecked me. Oh, yeah. I know. My daughter said the other day I picked her up from school, and she, someone in, in her class, had said to her, "You're the worst person in the world." And it was because I don't know they weren't sharing an art supply or a toy or something. I have no idea. But that did wreck her for like the whole day. Wow. And it was the first thing she said to me when she got in the car. I cried at school today. I was like, "Why? What happened? Like, tell me everything." And so she started telling me about the situation. And then, you know, we had a really good chat about it. And now, of course, they've moved on and become friends again. But also oh, it's like, good. but it's also one of those things where like they want to be heard and understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the point to show them that you understand their point of view, that you're on their side um, by saying, you know, gosh, it must be really hard to be a kid. Right. It also tells them, I get that life is complicated, even even at your age. And that it's normal. Uh, you're connecting to a reality that very few adults actively name for their kids. And she's just saying that, sort of conveying that sentiment helps them feel seen. And when that happens, behavioral problems dramatically tend to improve. Mm-hmm. Great tip. I like that. There you go. Learn something new every day, right? I just said they were just showing going at the Paltrow uh, in the courtroom again. And this, you know, at this, any other like Joe Schmo that had a collision with someone on a, it would never get this kind of attention or this amount of time. This thing was supposed to last, what, a week, if that, if they hadn't settled? And now we're into our second week, I think, of it, right? Didn't it kick off at the end of last week? Yeah. Well, and the interesting thing is, is that it has turned into just this. He said, she said kind of back and forth between her and the other skier. Yeah, I'm, I I just, I, well, I guess it's not that surprising. They can't have ca- cameras everywhere, but I'd really love to know, like, what really happened in that case? They had some kind of physics expert in there yesterday, I guess, who said that, of, co- of course, he's testifying on behalf of Gwyneth Paltrow. So, you know, of course, he's going to say that the law of physics just don't add up in his favor. Mm-hmm. But uh, on another kind of related note, Ski resorts in California have so much snow right now. I saw this. This is crazy. Because of all the rain they've had. So the higher elevations, they got all the snow. The ski resorts are staying open through June. What? Because it's been snowing out there? Because there's just so much of it. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Summer skiing in California. We're going to California in May. We're going to go to wine country, and uh, we were renting a house in Sebastopol, but now I'm rethinking it. Maybe we should go skiing. 
Yeah, that's one of those states that you can go to the beach during the day or go skiing during the day and the beach at night and vice versa. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.